Hey, well, if your name is George Maletti and you hail from Mamelodi, that is your big, fat, juicy Madonna and Borderline. As Ndosh was saying, it seems like Borderline is the one song you guys just really, really love when it comes to Madonna. There we go. That's your choice. Don't forget, if you want to send us your choice song, you can SMS us on 41391. You can also WhatsApp us on 0614104107. Or you can engage with us on Twitter at SAFM Radio, at Constant and uh, hashtag SAFMJSB. Lots of you saying, how's it? I'm listening from here. I'm listening from there. I'm listening from everywhere. Nevertheless, 13 past eight, which means it's time for us to take a breath of fresh air. And I must say, I'm completely delighted with the story where we are going today. We're going down to the Western Cape. So I follow someone on Twitter called Gassant Abado. He is the University of the Western Cape spokesperson. And what I love about him is how he mixes up his personal life and his work. And we learn all sorts of things both about him but about work as well. And one of the things I've learned from Gassant's tweets is that he has a 10-year-old daughter who loves playing soccer, football. Yep. And uh, this is obviously very exciting because we see Banyana Banyana is doing such amazing work. And now seems to be the time to really start engaging with young people. So... I'm going to start with Dad Gassant, and then I'm going to go into uh, chatting to Misha, because I think that Gassant can really uh, maybe frame the whole story for us. So tell us a bit about it, Gassant. Okay. Okay, yeah, thanks, Michelle. Thanks for having us on the show. So we launch Shibobo at UWC on Friday. At U- um, it's a new under-8 and under-10 junior girls football league. And that's really to address the lack of competition in the Cape region for girls this age. I mean, I think it's unthinkable that we we had women from South Africa playing in a World Cup and we don't have football for under eights and under tens. The story is a little bit more personal for me and Misha because for the last three years, we've looked for a football team for her. Before that, she was playing for girl, for girl as a girl in boys' teams. And it becomes really challenging. You know, any parent will tell you with a girl child who plays football, there isn't really, it's not ideal. And so we found a club called Blackpool, and I found many parents in the same predicament, many clubs in the same predicament, where there isn't football for them regularly on a Saturday in a league environment. So Shibobo was born. So, Misha, I have to ask you, let's start with you. Uh, on this particular story. You you are now playing as a 10-year-old in grade four for a club. But tell us what the experience was like. I mean, to have to start playing with boys and just so that you could get onto it. What was that like? Um, it was very different. But, um, the boys were, were like, they were, they were, they were very, like, they played very, um, Rough, yeah, and they used to tackle hard, and and it was fun. But they, but the, the coaches weren't that nice to the girls, and the the boys would like would it be last names or something like. So Misha, they would call me like short. How did you get into into playing soccer, and and what's the position you like to play as well? I normally play striker. 
I got into soccer because I started playing with my my dad and my brother when they used to play in the in the um, driveway. They... So I started playing with them and I just started getting. So you, they started playing in the driveway and you were like, no, 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 just because I'm a girl, I need to be in there as well and I need to be playing as well. Are you better than your brother now? Um, so, no, no, sort of. Sort of. You, you, you say, you're being very careful there, Misha, aren't you? <laughs> Not really. Not really. <laughs> um, Gassant, let's um, talk. Let's let's uh, talk to you just a little bit further about this idea. I mean, I find it interesting that the university has taken this up because one always assumes that a university will take up something which is post metric, or whatever the case may be. And yet, you have obviously got your team at UWC to say, "Hey, this is something that we could really engage with." at a very young age. Talk to us a little bit more about how you see that playing out in the future. Okay, so I think the context is important here because um, if you look at the Banyana squad that won the women's AFCON um, earlier or a few months ago, more than half of that team actually come from UWC, either as alumna or current students. Yeah. And also the current squad, picked for Banyana to travel to London to play Australia, the, um, uh, most of the team or or UWC has the most representativity in that team. So, I mean, coming back to my statement that it's unthinkable we don't have junior girls football in the city, um, I then said to our colleagues, listen, let's start from the start, grassroots development and grow them yeah. from goals to graduation. Um, and expose girl children to university life. And it's not just about football. It's also about um, exposing young girl children to academia as well and being able to, to study in a career that is predominantly um, uh, uh, male-dominated. Uh, mm. So we're talking about astrophysics, nanotechnology, STEM, all the STEM uh, uh, products and, and and, and uh, study material. But at the same time, can we grow this league from under 18, under 10, to under 12, under 14, high school, and then recruit them to come and study at UWC and graduate there? And so I'm hoping that Misha um, comes to study at <laughs> UWC no one day. She wants to be a YouTuber. She wants to be a, she, she to be a YouTuber. Oh, it's changed. What is it now? Professional footballer. Yeah. But ah. you know we're a football family, Michelle. Um, we yes. live, breathe, sleep football. Misha's wearing football kids all day of the week. So are United. you? So are you? And apparently. our older brother's actually touring Joburg. <laughs> yes, um, our older brother Ziad is touring um, Joburg next week. He made wow. the Metro Central representative district team for Western Province. So he also wants to come and play at Varsity and study there. And yeah. we encourage it. I mean, even when they're writing exams and assessment, we don't stop football when yeah. they're busy writing because it gives them focus. It gives them, and and with the girls, and I, I hope I'm not sounding biased here, but with the girls, you see, even at that age of eight years old, there's a lot more discipline. They listen to the coaches, they structure, they play for each other and are less kind of selfish, I think. Um, and the skills are picked up so quickly. When Misha joined Blackpool, she yeah. 
she couldn't kick with her left foot. She used to like kind of run around the ball so she could use her right foot. And now she's, let's call it bilingual, ambidextrous. <laughs> she can use both feet equally well. And I mean, that's, that's a learned skill in just a few weeks. So, I mean, it's really cool to see. I'm, I'm really a big fan of women's football, you know. I, I must say I am too. And I, I really think, A, it's, yeah. it's very exciting on a whole load of levels. I mean, even if you look at starting to market, the idea of marketing uh, women's football globally, yeah. we've seen how it's just exploded. Misha, I'm going to ask you, if, uh, things, if things went well with you, Misha, and you ended up playing, then obviously you would end up hopefully playing for Binyana Binyana and they would do very well with you. But what would be another team that you would like to play with globally as a woman footballer? Um, I'm not sure. I, I don't know what team I would want to play with. I'm not really sure. Um, any, like any team that, that is like really skilled where um, I, still, I still get to have fun. Yeah. Something like, like a team. Like, I don't... But you do see yourself as becoming a professional footballer, I hear. Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds brilliant. Yeah. Misha, I want to wish you all the very, very best. Kasant, as we move onwards, do you think uh, that this that you might be seeing a shift and change in your own work and world? Next thing you know, you're going to be managing the um, Salt River Blackpool team. Then it's going to go further. And who knows, in the end, you could be managing Banyana Banyana with Des, uh, Desiree Ellis. <laughs> Look, my boss said to me, no, this is your baby now, because I was hoping to get a, a tournament um, consultant to run for me. She, he said to me, no, 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 you start with this and <laughs> you need to make it fly. And once it's two or three years into the league, um, we'll hand it over to somebody else. But the idea is on the 22nd of October, we want all of Cape Town to come out to support our girls at the yeah. UWC Stadium. Yeah, um, They're going to be playing at the stadium. How special is that? Yo. And it's a football festival involving ten clubs, and this will be a show. This will be a showcase for the full-on league, where we're going to have girls under eight and under ten playing every Saturday in competitive matches. Now, all of this is endorsed and supported by the South African Football Association. Brilliant. We had Danny Jordan, um, the SAFA president, say that um, he is throwing his full weight behind it. Yeah. And South Africa is looking to grow girl and women involvement in football. Yeah. We're also making a bid for the 2027 Football World Cup, Women's World Cup. And so this comes at an opportune time. Um, and, and at UWC, we pride ourselves in producing graduates who, are, who can fall back on careers while playing sport at the highest level. We've shown it. Um, People like uh, Babawa Lacha, who's a graduate, yes. a law graduate, and used to be the Springbok women's captain. Um, we've got Tembi Khatlana, who was African Footballer of the Year, um, scored the first goal for Banyana in a World Cup. And so um, it's not as important for us to that they reach national colours, but it's super important that they are well-rounded citizens in South Africa. And that's what we want for all our girl children here in the Western Cape and beyond. Kassant, I love the, 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 the 
narrative that you are pushing forward. It really is absolutely critical. I also love the idea that the University of the Western Cape becomes the home of great Banyana Banyana players as well. They are going to be the home of the junior girls football with Shibobo. Let's see Shibobo and a league of their own take place all around the country. Cassante, if you could keep us in touch with the event on the 22nd of October, that would be really, really exciting. Misha, I look forward to hearing how your game happens on the 22nd. We know that you're going to do very well on the 22nd, Misha, and uh, we wish you all the very, very best for what promises to be a super exciting series of matches between 8-year-olds and 10-year-olds. And then from there, the future is gold.